This is IGN. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Alien, Fate of the Nostromo Board Game Review. Alien is such an iconic franchise that there's no shortage of great games that have taken inspiration from it down the years. Some, like Lifeform, Space Hulk, and Nemesis, weren't licensed. Others, like Legendary Encounters, Alien, and Aliens Another Day in the Core, were. But they all had one thing in common. They were aimed at the hobby end of the market. Alien, Fate of the Nostromo, looks to cross that boundary. It's published by Ravensburger, which has a good track record in making franchised board games with wide appeal. It also has the commercial clout to ensure a competitive price and space on mass market shelves. And it's a cooperative game, meaning you all win or lose together. And it can also be played solo. Like other Ravensburger games, the box opens to an image printed on the reverse of the board. In this instance, it's Jones the Cat hissing at you in fear. It's a nice touch that ups the anticipation of delving through the contents. On the business side of the board, there's a slightly confusing split-level map of the Nostromo, the spaceship from the film. Beneath, there's a couple of punch boards of tokens, some decks of cards, and a bag of soft plastic figures. Kane, the alien's first victim in the film, isn't available as the action starts after his unfortunate demise. This being a licensed game, the player boards and their matching figures all look like the relevant characters from the film. Rather than film stills, the cards and boards use specially commissioned art, but it looks great and helps set the scene. If you've played one of Ravensburger's cooperative before, you'll be familiar with the rough structure of Alien Fate of the Nostromo. Your character has a pool of actions that they can use to move, pick, and drop items or activate a special power, such as Ripley's ability to move another crew member on her turn. Then you take an encounter card, which may cause items to appear on the board, or move the alien. One thing that's new to the formula is that you can collect scrap from around the ship, and use it to craft items like flashlights and flamethrowers. At the start, you'll reveal a number of objectives based on the player count. Most of these involve creating an item and taking it somewhere on the ship and are based on a scene from the film, like taking a flashlight to the med bay. You need to complete these objectives to progress the game. The titular alien, however, is hunting you. You can encounter it in one of two ways. It has a figure on the board that moves a number of spaces toward the closest target depending on the encounter card. 
but these cards often also instruct you to place a face down a concealed token on a space, which when revealed could send the alien to that room to simulate an ambush. This is a good, simple system that creates a lot of suspense and cinematic moments. You can take risks based on a crew member's distance from the alien figure and how likely a concealed token is to result in an attack. But the variables involved mean there's always scope for a nasty surprise. If you do get attacked, you have to flee, which can mean flipping more tokens leading to more attacks. This doesn't happen often, but it feels like the alien is chasing the crew member through the ship. None of the crew has individual health to track, Instead, alien attacks run down an overall morale counter, leading to an instant loss if it reaches zero. While this prevents player elimination, it feels like an odd way to handle the danger of a rampant xenomorph. In the movies, people die with gruesome frequency. Keeping everyone alive despite repeated savagings feels like a soft kludge to keep everyone together at the table. There's another, more serious problem with the game, though. The simple framework coupled with the alien's position on the map can sometimes mean your turn is best spent doing nothing. If there are no resources or goals nearby, and the alien is in a central area, you're best off staying away from it. Some parts of the board often get cut off by the alien, which while tactically interesting, also exacerbates this problem as you don't want to move into an area likely to become a dead end. It's hardly game-breaking, but it's boring for an affected player. Against that, the game gives you a fun range of tools to deploy against the extraterrestrial threat. The grapple gun lets you move the alien, for example, while the motion detector lets you peek at nearby concealed tokens. Between them and the crew's special abilities, your group has a lot of options to get creative in minimizing the threat while you try and count down those objectives. That threat level, however, is variable. As you add players, it's harder to stay away from the alien in the cramped confines of the ship. You start with more morale to compensate, but the game still feels tougher overall. Indeed, with smaller character counts, it almost feels too easy. In both cases, your focus is on creating the items needed to satisfy objectives, which means you often won't craft the more tactically interesting ones. Either way, you rarely need to step up to the creative possibilities they offer in order to win. As a means of increasing the difficulty, the game lets you add Ash, the rogue science officer from the movie. He's also moved by encounter cards and steals scrap from unguarded locations. Like the lack of character death, this also seems a poor way to mirror his sinister role in the film. It also doesn't tend to make things that much harder, as players can often snaffle up spare scrap before Ash has the chance to get to it. Both Ash and the alien's thematic roles are boosted by the encounter deck. Many of the cards are quiet, which adds scrap and shuffle the alien one space. Others cause Ash or the alien to behave more aggressively, and these can be a real threat. There are also cards that cause Ash and alien cards to be reshuffled, while quiet cards are not, meaning the deck becomes more dangerous as the game goes on. Lost the signal, which puts the alien back in its nest and a concealed token in every empty room, is particularly effective. If you clear your objectives, you'll enter a randomly drawn endgame mission. These also mimic scenes from the film and are well designed to create a tense conclusion. You might have to pile up coolant canisters while a self-destruct timer counts down or find Jones the cat and get to the docking bay. 
all while the alien continues its murderous rampage through the ship. While there's lots of variety and excitement on offer, they begin to fall flat once you appreciate the lightweight nature of the game. Bearing its famous franchise, Alien Fate of the Nostromo can't help but draw the attention of the hobby game crowd. However, given the relative ease of victory and a few clunky mechanics, they're perhaps not the target market. Not only do they risk disappointment, but they're already better served by the games we mentioned in the introduction. For family or solo play, however, the speed, simplicity, and variety of Alien Fate of the Nostromo make it a much more compelling proposition. Spoken Layer This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.